Where are my line dances at? Where are my line dances at? Uh, 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 do the shuffle. You're out of head ass. Yeah. Did you you did you record it and produce it and direct it? Damn. No, Tell no, me I'm too high. Don't you play. Anyway, so welcome back everybody to the Coffee and Cream Podcast. With a darker the coffee. The boat of the brew. Oh whatever. What's up, y'all? What's good? What's going on? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, for real, though. No, for real. What's going on, girl? I see your done. You know what I'm saying? When quarantine opened back up. No, I waited a month. You did. Literally. Yeah. We yeah. said we not going to go out till June. I promise y'all, June 1st. She did go out there. I was at the nail shop like, when's that? But you got to, you know, have a mask and all the other kind of extra stuff. Yeah. So it's, But it's cool. You know, like, people, I feel like certain places are really trying hard, depending on where you are. Um, trying to be sanitary and keep yeah. it clean and stuff. So. That's what's up. That's what's up. I'm in no shit. What about you? Let's see. I went back to work. I think I said it the other time. I think I said it on the last episode. I went back to work. Back in the office for days a week. Um, it's ghetto. It is. It's, you know what? It's I, ghetto, but it's cool. Three days a week. No, it's two. I tell. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's two days. <laughs> Little insider there. Just in case, okay. I was trying to. I'll yeah. hide your back, sis. I know, I know. <laughs> he, they ain't listening to this. Look, no, 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 no. You got three. It's, it's three. <laughs> it's three for sure. Yeah, no. that's funny as fuck. It's three for sure. No, but back at work, um, nothing really going on. I ain't gonna lie though. I'm really excited because by the time this episode come out, Juneteenth can already pass. This week can already pass. Um, this episode actually be out on Sunday. So, mm. but the fact that. Um, we haven't kicked it, kicked it, like kicked it, kicked it since like February. I was, I was looking through my phone at just videos. I was like, damn, the last time when I was in February, like out, out. Yeah. I'm excited to go out. Like I'm nervous, but I'm not, but I am. Cause like, I'm about to go kick it. I'm definitely I'm not nervous. Excited. I'm excited I'm as fuck. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that it's June team makes it even better. So the weekend about to be lit, lit. Yeah. So, um, if you don't know, Ace and I took off. We are not working Friday during teens. We don't work July 4th, so I definitely won't be working. But, have to be honest with y'all, like, it is a big push now. Like, with everybody being so quote-unquote woke, like, you are like, damn, I should have I should have been doing this. Should've I should have been, been to go off yeah. these days. As long as I had a job, I should have never worked. But, always we be educated. Now. Right, yeah, always. Better late than never. Because I've always seen it, like, every year people yeah. post about it. I'm like, oh, okay. And then Blackish, one of my favorite shows, has talked about it. They had a whole episode about Juneteenth. Um, so it's always, people who've always been, I guess you could say, woke or been aware, have always tweeted about, I tweeted or posted about Juneteenth. But we just always, there's like, oh, okay, it's Juneteenth. But it's a black holiday. But it's just, a, I was just doing that. It's just like, <laughs> it's just a random black holiday, whatever. But the fact that now, um, you know, we, because of, unfortunately, the situation that's been happening, um, it's, I don't want to say it's like, um, what is it I'm trying to say? Everybody's just waking up. It's just, yeah, everybody's yeah. just waking up. And it's just, it's, and I guess it's a good thing. Yeah, for to sure. To know, like, okay, y'all, we really can buy black. We no, really yeah. can support our yeah. own. We really can. I, we are dope. Like, I've, if y'all follow us on Instagram, which you should, Coffee Cream Podcast, Coffee Cream with the K. Um, if you follow us, we've been posting our uh black, black businesses. businesses, and the fact that just from doing the research and finding these black owned businesses, it's so many out there like mm-hmm. that you furniture goods, like they got right. furniture stores, right? 
liquors, of course, wines, but just like seeing just how amazing black people are and how dope we are and then to really realize like damn we really did have our own black wall street we really did have our own grocery store we really did have our own banks like we Mm -hmm. were you know our own we are our own community and it's just amazing that companies are now waking up and even even if they're just doing it for right now thank you because right now you're making juneteenth a national holiday yeah you know what i'm saying y'all want to um Coffee Maze. Let's give a big shout out, round of applause to Ace. Ace bust down that black owned business oh, list. Thank you. Yes. Thank and you. it was amazing to see like um it was her self project. She wanted to do it herself and I thought it was amazing. Like afterwards seeing everything she had came up with. It was pretty dope. And I fun. think that I'm I'm glad you had a good time with that. I, but you love research I anyway. Do. I like do. you should definitely been like a researcher. <laughs> I like, know, a researcher. Like, you love, I know. Yeah, you love it. Love well, this is <laughs> right, and so that was it. Was just dope to see, and then definitely um to to all the black owned businesses. I mean, we don't have a big following, but a lot of people have been responding like, "Thank you," you know, "Thanks for showing love for supporting." So it's been really dope just to see as a um just as a a freaking podcast on the page and to feel like you know what i don't need seven thousand followers to feel complete even if i just educate two or three of my followers on a new business that's even um that's even amazing because um tomorrow with it with us having our off day we're gonna get massages get pedicures and oh, stuff the but lady, i figured i didn't even tell you lady we're going to is black okay perfect yeah. Um, I think that, um, you know, we got some coffee shops we can go to and, you know, we got a couple of things that we we can do. We can literally like have a whole full day of like just, you know, going to black companies, supporting them, the Mm -hmm. ones, you know, who are working because not everyone's off and just like. Fourth of July, there's restaurants and stores that are Mm -hmm. still open. So people Mm -hmm. who are working, we want to give our money to our people. So, and I'm glad, and it's just so funny that the lady that we are going to is black. I didn't even realize that until after the fact. I was like, damn, she's black. Which was perfect. Yeah. Yeah, Which is dope. So... I mean, if you didn't take off this year, take off next year. Just, just okay. consider it. Thinking about, just think about it. I just, it's just. A and P- it's a Friday though, so you yeah. got the weekend to celebrate. Yeah, so, yeah you know that's yeah. the good thing it's about a, it. It's, it's a, a PTO day, but I felt like it was worth it. Even though For I really sure. do want to go on a couple of trips, <laughs> but I felt like it was important to take off and just, you know, and and more so for me, like, um, not to not to shit on my job or anything because I like my job, but just for them to see, like, oh, she took. You got to put these days in. Oh, she took off this day. Like, yeah, I wish more people would take off this day. So, to the point where it's like, well, damn, we really have all these people want to take off for PTO. Maybe we should just make this a paid holiday. And shout out to the black woman that went through her job and made um, Juneteenth a national paid holiday. Listen, honey. Shout out to you, sis. Do it. 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 But, um... Yeah, it, it's pretty dope, and I and like I mean, at the end of the day, it's I just feel like everything is so gloomy. I've been I haven't been depressed, but it's just a lot on your heart. It's just a lot. Ooh, you see. I feel like I'm about to be depressed. We be stuff I'm seeing all man. these Karens and man man rands and all these things. What's the name? It's um man rand. It's M capital M A N capital R E N. But uh. Just shout out to everybody. Just shout out to everybody that's black. That's still going to work. Black, that's black still taking black, care black. of their kids. That's maybe getting some therapy. That's talking to their friends about this. Like, just keep pushing for it. I know it's hard and it sucks because... If you need to take a break from social media. Seriously. Take a break. You don't need it. Even if you are doing a business on there, you can take a break. 
You don't yeah. have you can post me the post and get off. You don't have to read the comments. Ace and I switch. Ace and I switch. Hey, can you check the page today? I am stressed. Okay, I got it. Let me pick up this slack for you because when I need you, like, just be there for your fellow black people. That's really what we need. We need people to stop making little sub wars. At this point, we we subbing it out. We we missing the whole. We missing the whole purpose, the whole point. Now we got black men versus black women, light skin versus dark skin. Come on, y'all. It's not even. They that's not even the big picture. And the best part about it, I mean, not the best part about it, but the best part about it for other, for white people that are racist is they like, well, they gonna destroy themselves before we do it again. They see us arguing amongst ourselves, and so please don't take me, um, don't take me being um dehumanizing when I when I'm saying like let's stick together on this. At the end of the day, black men go through shit that black women won't understand. And black women go through things that black men won't understand. And that's just that on that. Be okay with that. Yeah. Why are we trying to push the issue and trying to make it seem like because I'm a woman, I should be more oppressed than a man? No. no we're all oppressed. We we're all, all are. We, you are black. <laughs> that's it. You black. Light skin. I, somebody tweeted and said, I hate when light skins say they feel oppressed because that's like saying all lives matter. I was really offended by that because my best friend is a beautiful dark skinned woman. But that's not something I always need to say to her is that she's dark skinned. I don't yeah. need to say that to her. Just to t- she don't remind me that I'm light skinned. We are women. Y'all, let me just say this real quick. Fellas, if you listening, which you should be. Don't ever tell a woman that she's beautiful for a dark skinned girl. Or don't ever say, I don't even talk to dark skinned girl doing what I want. That is not a turn on. It's not a compliment. It's actually rude as fuck. Because no one says to you, oh, I don't even talk to ugly little short niggas yeah. with little dicks. Little but, bitty dicks. Just <laughs> because you got a little bit of money, I'm going to talk to you. Don't. That's just rude. Just don't do it. It's not a compliment. It's a turn off. And it's just really rude. So just, you know. Just be very mindful of that. I'm sorry I didn't cut you off, but I just want to no, say that. No, 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 please. I by all means. have heard that my whole life, and, and that's a deal breaker for me. But we'll mm-hmm. get into that later. Oh, yeah, deal but breaker. Anyway. <laughs> um, and I don't even, I, and the person, it's so crazy because I can say I was so ignorant growing up. I didn't even realize, like, when people said certain things to dark skinned women to, mm-hmm. to demean them and stuff like that. And not even taking away for that, but I'm like, shit, as a light skinned person, I got picked on. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I am black. Everybody worse. has felt discriminated yeah. against, like light or dark. And that's not what this, at, at this point in 2020, be okay. Well, we are in a race where we are trying to, as black people, stand up for ourselves. We cannot do that if every time I get on social media now, y'all want to talk about light skin, dark skin, men, Poor women. Yeah, men versus women. It's just like, y'all, we are all black. It doesn't matter how you look at it. They're, they're, Jay-Z said it best. Light nigga, dark nigga, house nigga, field nigga. Still nigga. Listen, still a nigga. The, and then you I feel like, OJ? I feel like the people that, period. I feel like the people that say that, though, aren't educating themselves yeah. on slavery in general because... People don't want to talk about slavery. They want to. Well, we need to forget about it. Why y'all? When y'all let the Holocaust go, nine eleven. When y'all let all the other shit go, we'll mm-hmm. think about it. But probably no. Nevertheless, you know what I'm saying. If you even if you look at J Cole's video, "Get Off My Dick," that video right there shows you that we just need to always come together. Dark skin people gonna be mad at light skin people, whatever. Like, and for me, it's because you automatically go to the field slave, yeah. or when you were in the house, so you had. Well, I was also, it's all traumatic experience. It's traumatic. People you outside like, looking in thinking I'm doing better because I'm in the house. When in reality, that person in the house is probably getting raped by the master, 
But then she looking outside. Damn, I wish I was out there. He's like, I can't bother. But I'm getting whipped outside. My, yeah, and so, so it's a vice versa. It's vice versa thing. I'm pregnant mental. with my master's, uh, and then with my master's kid. Baby. And think about it. Let's be honest. Y'all know women. We we vindictive. So imagine yo being that wife mm-hmm. and being that slave. How you she think they got treated? Y'all thought they was in the house breaking bread with these. So she getting raped by the master and then probably getting beaten, tormented by the wife. And y'all and know. gotta raise her own child. And white women can hurt your feelings. Okay. Woo. Woo. Karen's be saying some shit. Okay. So <laughs> let's realize we were all in this together, and they we're separated us on purpose. What was that? Together. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a specific law. I forgot okay. who made it, but it okay. it really was a document, and it broke Not down. Jim Crow law. That's a lot law. That was a Jim Crow something. It 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 broke. It was a it was it's a document, but it breaks down and it tells. It was a white man. He basically said, "If y'all want your oh, slaves, Jim Crow. okay, Jim Crow. yeah, the Jim Crow. Okay, that's I didn't yeah. I didn't know if it was that yeah. simple. But, okay, yeah, you know, it was because it was I feel there. like everybody here I might talk that about was a it. Myth. No, but no. Runs the fact if it was, it shouldn't no, happen. It's, it's not a myth. It's, it's, it was it's, a myth. Yeah, it's not a myth because we see it happen. Yeah, we, really, we we tear each other apart. And then he also mentioned he putting the men against the women. We, listen, so it's not it's, it's all not the a same myth. Thing. Somebody just wrote that. No, somebody really sat down back in the day and thought about how can we get them against each other and realize it will happen oh, for years and years. And it's still going on to the point where we're trying to stand up for ourselves. We try, we are trying to tell people to stop killing black people. And now it's turned into well, black men and black women, and y'all, y'all not protecting us. Y'all not—they can better protect themselves. Period. Let's kind of be honest. Period. These men can better protect themselves. I can't protect my man from no gun. And the man always got tell no you, man. if I get to that point, Rogers black out our bus niggas get out the way. So I can't even. <laughs> let me stop. <laughs> Think about it. Like I didn't have some dudes say, "Yeah, if you ever out with me." <laughs> And some shit pop off, and they get real. You, know, you can't do nothing. Just do okay. And we can all. You definitely all have seen a nigga that at some point he black out. But regardless of the fact, yeah, I'm just saying we just need to stick together. And I hate that our like my people is are is going through this big thing where we're gender dividing and we are color dividing. I just just no. Yeah. At the end of the day, we black. And Angel and I. Ace and I do not go back and forth about our skin tone. That has mm-hmm. not been a conversation to the point where we are arguing about it. If it's been a conversation, it's been her saying, you know, I don't like when, like how earlier she just told y'all, guys, this is not attractive. But to go back and forth and argue about our skin tones? What yeah, the fuck? Yeah, or say like, yeah, oh, you just think you better because you... I've never been jealous of her skin tone. I've actually never been jealous of a light-skinned person, to be honest with you. I've never been jealous of a black person because I felt like, oh, she's light-skinned, she's pretty. Oh, my God, she's brown-skinned, she's gorgeous. The only issue I ever had was me being dark-skinned and thinking I wasn't pretty enough. Mm-hmm. That's the only issue I had. I never wanted to be light-skinned. If anything, I wanted to be brown skin, but that's because my mom, my sisters were brown right, skin. Right, right. But I never looked at a woman and said, oh my God, like, I wish I was lighter for this reason because she's just prettier than me. No, it was my own insecurities and also men telling me I wasn't pretty enough because I was And let's skin, talk so. about that because the girl on Instagram, I mean, Twitter, she went hard saying how, like, it's women and women. Nah. Righteously, when you... It's men. Yeah. It's, I'm it's, like, let, let you speak on like, that part. It can be some girls. Don't get me wrong. Like, I definitely believe a lot of dark-skinned women 
have had these own issues with life filming. And I think that stemmed from probably their mothers. They're probably the people in their family telling them, oh, don't go in the sun because of this and the third. Or you too dark, you too this. So, of course, for them, they taking that out on the other women. I've I've always had light-skinned friends. Like, growing up, I always had light-skinned friends. And I, I always thought pretty, for sure. But I never said to myself, like, damn, I wish I was a color. Or, damn, like, um... Like, oh, you think you better than me because you, cause you light-skinned. I never thought that. And I never got made fun of from my light-skinned friends or my brown-skinned friends from my complexion. It was always boys. I'm going to say boys at the time. They were boys telling me, oh, you you ugly or you da Or, you know, always wanting to talk to my light-skinned friends. Yes, I thought they were prettier, but I never, like, felt jealous of them. It was always dudes calling me on my name because I'm I'm dark-skinned. And then I was never girls. And then, like, our friend Ari. I think she's pretty, but I don't think she's pretty because she's light-skinned. I just think her features are pretty. Because there are a lot of women that I think are pretty, and I don't just automatically go for their tone. Exactly. It's, it's your the features. face. It's, it's, it's your features. And then, honestly, like, the, and I was, I told you this, like, back in the day, I didn't realize that some men were calling this dark-skinned girl in my school racial slurs because she was dark-skinned. I just thought it was because she was her attitude was ugly. Yeah. She was rude yeah. as fuck. And she was a bully. And she said a lot of mean shit. So, you know what I'm saying? So, it wasn't... For me, it wasn't even about yeah. her skin tone. It was her character. And have a nasty attitude and be ugly as hell. What like, did Kanye West tell y'all? The prettiest people say the ugliest things. Like, like that don't have nothing to do with it. And... Yeah. Dark skin, light skin, brown skin, all that. We are all beautiful. And I just think this whole division thing is, is trash. I feel like this. I'm, I can let go that when I was in middle school, a female might have hurt my feelings because we were kids. We yeah. were children. At this age, in this 20, 25, 30, where we at, that's not happening. We were kids. We didn't know any better. We, we were ignorant at the time. And honestly, to be 100% honest, we all are still ignorant now. We still have so much to learn. Like, we, we have so much to learn. So, I think that... I don't want to. I don't want to feel. Um, I don't want people to feel like I'm being rude when I say this. But, okay. but I'm gonna say this in my in the podcast because I feel like we don't really do this. Shit, I forgot my motherfucking thoughts. I hear so many podcasts doing that. I don't they even do. feel bad. I'm like, like, <laughs> every time I get drunk and I be like, girl, I forgot what the fuck I was talking. About. I start talking like, wait, what is I talking about? But I know the premise of it was mm-hmm. let's black people let's sit together. Dark, light, brown, trans, gay. Man, Man, woman, anything. We are fucking black. And when a person that is racist see you, they not like, oh, this is a dark-skinned woman. Let me do this. This is a light-skinned woman. No, you're black, so they're trying to do anything that they can do to... No, you need a shot. They're trying to take a shot. It's okay. They do anything to to pull us apart. So... For all of, I'm going to say this, for all of the, shut up, I'm having a moment. Sorry, y'all. For all of the dark-skinned women who have been, for all of the dark-skinned women, for all of the dark-skinned women that felt like they were ridiculed and made fun of because of their skin complexion, I apologize. I want you to know that you are beautiful. You, no matter how dark you are, you still are gorgeous. Your character, who you are, as always be a good person regardless. And if you are somebody that is a, a, a homosexual, trans, I'm sorry to you that people discriminate against you in general. If you are a light-skinned woman, I'm sorry 
that you are like i'm i'm sorry to anybody that gets discriminated as a black person because at the end of the day you it's not because of what you do it's because of like your of who you are as a black person so i'm sorry to all of that but can we please <laughs> can we please fight come together can we just stick together like can we talk about this in wakanda Let's talk about this in Wakanda. Let's have they ain't, they ain't fighting over there. We can let the board decide. We're gonna have like dark skin, light skin, trans. Like we have a mixture of <laughs> a people, mixture in people the, on the board and we can come together. Girl. But coffee was, and cream love everybody. That's why we coffee with a little bit of cream. Okay, just a little bit. That of cream. part. Not a lot. And then our like cream our, is dark skin. Ooh, that's that skin. mocha. I go and get iced coffee with mocha and my coffee be dark. Your coffee do be see I be getting that caramel. Yeah, I get I get mocha. <laughs> Y'all I love dark skin, okay? Dark I just get caramel because the flavor tastes good. That's light all. skin. I just <laughs> love black people. Even though my man. Be not black, whatever. We, okay, we gonna talk about that another episode about yeah, you, your man, your man is gonna be of a darker skin tone. He may not, he not gonna be white. I think you want marry no white man because oh, you know what, you won't marry no white man. You know what, you did say that. We'll talk about that again. Yeah. You, you made a good point that yeah. day when I said that. Okay, he ain't gonna yeah. be white. Cause Thanks, sis. Thanks for the reminder. For the reminder. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Uh, let me take this shot because I know I'm gonna sip it. Shot, 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 shot. Go, 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 go. Who's next? Go, go, go. I forgot to say go. Oh, God. She getting a shot glass. Sit your ass down. We got our fucking engineer in the building. We got our engineer in the building. She is. She over here just trying to get everybody drunk. Honestly, she is like. She's crazy. Taryn. That's good, because I ain't going to finish this. Anyway, uh-uh, uh-uh, Terry. She said, let me top you uh-uh. off. Little top, man, little top, man, <laughs> hey. little top, man. <laughs> yo, we really recording today, yo. Don't, don't mind us. No, we got a good, uh, we got a good we topic. So, we going to go ahead and jump into the brew. We going to get into this motherfucking brew. <laughs> you say drink coffee? I'll drink coffee. Cup of coffee. So today's brew is actually a light rose just because the state of the world right now has just been so heated, so debatable, so just controversial. And it's just a lot. So we just felt like um, we wanted to bring just some lightness to y'all. Some nice little light caffeinated stuff. Just something to just, you know, talk about amongst your friends or while you're listening or watching this. You just It's a pick me up. Yeah, it's a like pick me up. Like we all pretty down, but yeah, we, little pick we me up. We let y'all know that we can definitely get deep. But we also can, you know, talk about some random ass shit or relationships or sex. Whatever. <laughs> or <laughs> sex. <laughs> I haven't had none. Did you say sex? <laughs> yes, girl. Exactly. You that whispered it like, but you said it like we was kids. Sex. Anyway, so today's light rose is um, relationship deal breakers. Um... This is actually a really interesting episode only because 
after we picked this topic, I was like, damn, what are my deal breakers in a relationship? I guess you could say, would it be relationship and dating, or would it just be relationship? Because it could be both. To we can talk about a little bit of both. Okay, but um, you want to give your first one, you want to give my first one, or just, I guess, in general? Are we giving each other's, or are we just talking about them in general? I mean, we can go back and forth. That's easy. Well, my first one <laughs> is, he can't have no small dick. That's a deal breaker. I'm sorry. I, I can't deal with a small penis. You can have bad How sex. How can you but not start a, off with a small dick? Because we probably already fucked at this point. We probably fucked already. No, okay. Can we rewind all the way back? I thought we can talk about sex. Like, <laughs> God damn. Can we just start? Okay. Like, the con- let's go to the conversation sorry. piece. Okay, so let me say mine. You done jumped all in the bed. Because we were probably already in the bed first. One of mine is <laughs> lying. Okay, I definitely probably I definitely lied to some niggas. The, like in the be like super soon? No, not like that. No. I mean, like if you do some shit, and I just feel like you lying. Like, oh yeah, I got money. I'm a oh, boss ass like nigga. And, and then, then you like, and then you talking about some. You trying to go on a date, but uh, yeah, where you trying to go? You trying to go to uh, Applebee's? Yeah, like if you got money, then nigga, I'm trying to go get some food. Food. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get some. At uh, this point, seafood. nigga, you should might as well pick the date. You feel what I'm saying? I didn't think about that. I guess lying is a decent deal. A decent, but it's a deal breaker. Like, when you just blatantly lie. Yeah, some people can't help it. Yeah, you trying to pump yourself up so hard that, nigga, what? Okay, how about this? What? Not, okay, so, like, not taking your side in front of other people. Ooh. I don't know if that's a deal breaker, but if you do it multiple times, then I guess it could be a deal breaker. Listen. What, girl? You got a story? I don't like to be embarrassed, and that's just on period. And all my friends know that. So if I'm with a nigga and we arguing, and we arguing, and we arguing about something, when we get in front of my friends, you don't have to do all that. You don't have to have no attitude. You ain't. You don't have to know that we are fucking arguing. Let that shit ride. And if they say something, no, that's my baby. I love her. Kisses, kisses. Don't say no ignorant shit like yeah, cause she be tripping all the time. But you know what, though, sometimes I feel, I don't know, maybe for me, like, I feel like it really be the women that be, uh, not letting it go when they get in front of people. This is just, no, just yeah. thinking, like, I agree. I, no I get what you're saying, but I feel like if I've seen that, and I've definitely been guilty of that, where I'll go out with a guy, my ex at one point, um, we have gone out and I may be mad at him, but, um, I'll try my hardest to not let it show, but you might can sense I got an attitude, like, somebody might be able to sense it. We're just like somebody that knows you. Probably, but if yeah. we go out with people, I not really don't oh, know. We yeah. really don't know. Okay. So do cry. Like, yeah, like oh, let's go out with my coworkers for a drink. Oh, and a, maybe a, a conversation came about, and he like, well, yeah, because she was stripper earlier. Oh, you who fucking business was that before oh, you, oh, you opened you your big ass that. mouth, my nigga? Like you want to bring that up? Okay, okay, fine. Let me go. Okay, so here's one of mine. Um. I think this is a great one. Not mentally or emotionally stable. Because you ain't got to be 100%, but I feel like at this day and age, therapy is required for everybody. I think everyone should go to I therapy. I was really having a conversation with somebody, and she was like, I don't think that everybody should go to therapy. And I just was like, why? And she was like, I think everybody needs somebody to talk to, but everybody don't need therapy. And I was like, see, I said, but there's a big difference between that. I said, I talk to my friends, and I, and I know that they're listening. I know that they're genuinely giving me the best advice that they can. But two fucked up people can't always. <laughs> me and her both fucked up, and I be like this. 
Dang, and I don't even know what to say because bitch, I feel. I feel like there. Um, I'm just speaking just from um being a co-therapist. I don't you you really not judging nobody. You know, you go in there and you can give people. You can show people who they are as your friends. Sometimes people don't want to always walk that line where you know people let. So perfect example for me is the whole be Simone situation. I watched her live when she talked about the whole um. Nine to five thing, and she kept bringing up her friends. Like, I mean, she kept, um, you know, how you can do the duo video on, on live. Uh, yeah, live. She kept yeah, adding her just, friends yeah. to the live, and they were talking, but it was like they were agreeing with her. So they, they were like, Well, yeah, you don't owe anybody your explanation. And it was like, No, like, it's yeah, like, righteously, you're right, she don't owe anybody explanation. But the nine to five people are the reason why she's famous. So that's why nine to fivers felt some type of way. So that's who you should be addressing. But your friends, honestly, sometimes will not always hold you accountable. I can say that growing, Ace and I have had to learn, like, okay, how can I hold her accountable without her being mad but that's why we understand like having different friends going to therapy because as your friend i just want to be here for you sometimes i don't always want to be the bad guy yeah so if i'm the bad guy you're going to feel some type of way about me and that's not my intention but yes. as a therapist you can be mad at that therapist walk away and before you slam the door you're going to be like well i'll see you next week at eight bitch exactly. like and leave and a therapist not going to feel no type of way i got cussed out all the time but they came back because these exercises i'm giving you are real and ain't not about to give me no exercises y'all we about to so talk next and week up. i want to know <laughs> i want you to go out there and, and tell that man this <laughs> and then when he gives a response come back and tell me okay no because there's definitely been times where we've had conversations and you'll tell me like you know you'll hint at things but you won't tell me but then i'll think like damn is that what she's trying to tell me because i always say i know i can come off aggressive when it comes to my friends and i think for me that just means like i I care about you so much. I don't know how to make it nicer. Yeah. So I'm going to just give yeah. you this straight up. Yeah. And I had to realize, like, okay, I can't do that with everybody. I mm -hmm. have to, like, okay, well, maybe you should try this. Or let me tell you about this person. Because, you know, you're real similar. So let me tell you how what this she do kind of bothers me. So you might get the hint. And I think even, even with me doing that, I felt like, that could still be just a, a lie. Whereas like, I don't want you to think I'm, I'm being a hater or I'm talking about you in a negative way. But it's like, you know, shit, you need to work on this. Or it's something that you might need to look at at yourself. But I don't want to be the one to just say like, okay, bitch, you just, da, da, da. you know, like it's, yeah. that's just too much. And I feel like as I was, men. I was telling some, oh my bad, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just saying um, as men, that's why I said it's a deal breaker. When you just sweep everything under the rug, like, oh no, I'm good. Or you don't want to. I don't want to say open up because there are times when I don't open up a lot, but I'm still a woman, so I'm still going to talk to you. Um, when you just kind of, when you telling me stuff or you're venting to me as a therapist, I'm not your therapist. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, you need to go to a therapist. Yeah. I can't, I, I can't, can't help you with that. this hood yeah. trauma you went through. Yeah. I can't help you with your parents' trauma. I can't help you with your baby mama. I can't help you. Yeah. Go talk to somebody. Yeah. And then when I, t if I tell you that, I'm not crazy, ain't nothing wrong with me. Yeah, that's the no, instantly what people go through. something is wrong with you. <laughs> you need to talk to somebody because yeah. you showing me a, a, a crazy sign. So I, I think was, that's a deal breaker. And I was that. just telling somebody how you, like, so when you held me accountable for her the way I talk to guys. I've been talking to guys, of course, like, shit, my whole life. But it got to a point where Ace just was like, look, you can't keep giving niggas ultimatums. Please stop. And the way she Thank came off was like... <laughs> 
it was a, it wasn't aggressive, but it was one of those like I am tired of hearing this and seeing you do this, so I have to let you know. And righteously, if I'm going to a therapist, my friend wouldn't have been in that position because then you ultimately feel bad. So now you're apologizing like, well, I didn't mean to come off to you like that. Like I hope you understand. As a therapist, I'm not doing that. I'm saying what I'm saying. I'm and keeping it clear, I mean. cut, and dry with you. And this is what I mean. This is what I'm saying. However you take it, let's work through that. But as friends, what if I was somebody that couldn't take what she was saying? Because she came hard at me. But I understood where it was coming from. It was like, yo, like, you can't keep doing this. And it was something that just I felt was built up. And it could have been avoided if I would seek the professional help. Like, that's just like being like, oh, that's like... When nigga, it's a great stand up when this dude be like, niggas tell their friends like, yeah, dude, my dick itch. <laughs> and your friend be like, oh, just, just go stick it in some cold water. Like, no, go to a <laughs> go doctor. To doctor. It's the same, it's the same thing. The same way Girls for your, the same shit. yeah, Girl, something going on down there. Yeah. But I ain't no doctor. Go to a doctor. Well, what's the symptom? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Well, I think I even like that. So it could be this, but in reality, we want to be like. Go, go see a doctor. Yeah, like now, I can't help but you. But that's a professional. Like, yeah. That's what you should do because they're trained to throw your symptoms and try to figure out. And they got a test they can run. My friends can't do that. My friends can only think about what they've been through or maybe a third party that's been through this. So yeah. they're trying to help. No, it's, it's the same way with like mental, like mental health. We expect for we know that people are okay, but then we expect for our people to be okay. Yeah. That's too much pressure. Hey. Next, next. <laughs> Okay, um, for me, my, <laughs> my is not having a car, and I'm, and I know that's, if it's shallow, I'm sorry, but it's 2020, I felt like in 1910, it really wasn't required not for people to have a car, yeah, like, bitch. maybe a buggy, you of course, whatever, like, 2000, no, <laughs> See, it's 1910, <laughs> So if he had no horse or if he ain't had no buggy back then, would you not have talked to him? We was walking. It was dirt roads. Y'all, like, come on. Our houses was right next to each what other. Did he pick you I'm up right on his in, bike? No, bitch. Because I'm, I'm dating Johnny that's three blocks down. Like, it wasn't as worldwide now where we can talk to people across forever. We got writing letters. Four you pages. You do that. Anyways, because <laughs> she's trying to play devil's advocate <laughs> at the wrong I time. I love And it's not working. <laughs> So, because I have a friend who went through a really, really, really went through a lot. And he don't drive. But I feel, But he doesn't drive for... That's what I'm saying. It's a difference. Through. It's yeah. a medical reason. Like, yeah. I can't do this right now. But as soon as some shit shake, I'm going to make it yeah. shake. But if you just out here, Carless, no insurance. No like, insurance. where are your license? Oh, my license is suspended for three years. That's your fault. What the fuck do people be doing? Like, if you, <laughs> yo, <laughs> hey, I told baby daddy, he didn't have a license for years. Shut the girl. I didn't tell you that. Girl, shut the fuck no, up. So I think I um, never knew that nigga no, did not have no license. He all, yeah, he always had a, he always had a car, but he never <laughs> had. He, well, he just recently had a baby, but before the baby, it was before the baby. He didn't have a license, and we were talking one time, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna give me a license." I said, "You don't have one." He like, "No." I'm like, well, he like, well, he said at one point I think I got suspended. Good people get speeding and stuff like that. He said I think it had got suspended. He said, but I never when I was able to get one, I just never did. Like what? Like so I just I'm like, so how did you get? I mean, you got that ID? He said, no, I have my uh, passport. That's how I got into places and this and the third because a passport is an ID. I said, so he's like, I never got stopped by the police. He said when I did. 
I mean, they kind of just let me go. I'm like, you are blessed. Niggas is riding around with a book. Yeah, he literally. That passport book. Like, <laughs> hey, ID. FBI shit. <laughs> <laughs> Undercover investigator. <laughs> like, what the? How they do that? That's when you be flirting with somebody. You be like, nigga, you look young. Let me see your ID. And they put out a book. Let me turn to the pet. Never mind. I literally did not ask for your childhood photograph book. I Girl, just really wanted your ID little ID. That, that shit, I was really like, Huh, you that, think you know somebody. That's G-E-T-T-O, bitch. <laughs> Get toe. Okay. Okay, you're sorry. So, another one of mine is, um, I got a lot of good ones on here. I'm going to say this one. Um, I think for me, <laughs> damn, I don't know what I want to do. I know one. I'm sorry, sis. Come on. One of mine? No. Oh, okay. So, one up. of mine is. Uh, okay, kids and marriage. And the reason I say kids and marriage is because I do eventually want to get married. Mm-mm. What? Explain kids and marriage. Okay, what so, okay, so there's a lot of men out here who mm. feel like, and women too, they feel like at the marriage is literally, you know, um, it's a contract, like it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know, if I'm with you for 20 plus years, we already in a relationship, why we a piece of paper to sign this, da, da, da. and I get that. Mm. But um, I do feel like when you die, because <laughs> you will die and if we've been together for 20 plus years yeah. and if you just drop yeah. dead kind of yeah. like how my father had did I feel you um, so like when you if you drop dead or something happens and you don't have your will or anything like that that doesn't go to me the person that's been taking care of you for your in your old age or whatever that doesn't if we don't have kids or anything that doesn't come to me mm-hmm. it goes to your next of kin I'm not your next of kin because we're not married mm-hmm. So when it says I don't have a say, I don't have anything. So if you're on life support, mm-hmm. they can't really ask me what do you want because I'm not I'm not your wife. I'm not married to you. So yes, in a sense, marriage is a contract. Yes, it's a legal contract. So when you die, I'm a taken care of. Our kids taken care of. Because especially if something does happen where you're not, you can just die tomorrow. And if we're not married and you don't have your will, because yeah. some people don't have a will right now, yeah. we're young. Why would we have a will? Yeah. I don't know. If you don't have that and you have life insurance on yourself, that money will take care of your funeral, take care of me, everything else. Mm-hmm. That's important. That's something that people need to, that's important. So yeah. even if you look at it as like, oh, it's just a, a systematic way to whatever fuck people be saying, that's fine. But if we've been together 10 plus years, and I understand, because um, I at one point felt that way about marriage. Like, oh, we only did that piece of paper. We're in the air of social media. I ain't got to show you my Instagram. No one even has to know, besides my immediate people, know who I'm married to. That's fine. But I feel like people are saying the whole marriage thing, I don't want to get married, is because, or even relationships, because of social media. Nigga, we ain't got to show each other off. That's perfectly fine, but... When you got me in that money. Yeah, it's it's so, more so about us thinking about each yeah, other the in the future. future. Yeah, I want to make sure you're taken care of. And that's, that's a important. partnership and a, and a marriage. Yeah, yes, that's sure what a marriage is. It's a legal binding contract that when something happens, this person I can talk to, I can go to this person. If if you die and I'm not married to you, that goes to your mama that, that I don't like. Yeah. Or your daddy or I something got, like I that. I got an uncle like that. I didn't I literally found out yesterday my uncle been married for twenty five years, y'all. I never knew he was married. He's he's had like two or three girlfriends. He got a girlfriend that live with him now and he is married. What? And if like you Wait, said, Uncle who? Uncle, what's his face? Oh, oh. 
Yeah. Yeah. So if he, so his longtime girlfriend, they've been together for like, I don't know, 10 plus years, maybe. He's never gotten a divorce. And if anything were to happen to him right now in this moment, if I were to get a phone call, everything's going to her. Everything is going to her. And they have not been together for years. But. Again, I feel like he it's it's like it's like a double it's like a double edged sword because I feel like he do that because that's who he has kids by too. So you wanna you want you know you wanna have something for your kids because if y'all know you know <laughs> Carol Baskin got all that money and they give her ex husband I mean she didn't give her yeah her husband's ex wife and his and his real kids she give them shit and I had a coworker tell me that like yeah they married into somebody else family so we didn't get nothing like she like. People do that. People really don't understand money. I tell my parents all the time, make a will because people get vicious. And as much as you think family and that family, listen, <laughs> I've chosen mine, okay? Like, I, I, I just, you got to be prepared because you never yeah. know. And it's like, you're gone. So I'm fighting this fight alone. Yeah, so. literally. That's And that's just how I look at it. Because I was having a conversation with Ari once and we were talking about like our exes who we were so deeply in love with. If they were to have kids with somebody else, how devastated it would be. I was like, honestly, I would have been at one point. I said, as I've gotten older, I don't care if he had kids with somebody else. I'd be hurt that he married. Well, at the time, I'd be hurt that he married somebody else because... Having a kid, okay, that's that's one thing. Having a kid, but when you get that ring, you get that last name, mm. you get you you get everything. Yeah. At the end yeah. of that, you get everything. A wife gets everything. Yeah. So your kid, your baby mama, okay, oh, why the baby by her? Your kid won't get shit if he got a will. That child can't see that money until he's eighteen. Mm-hmm. So the baby mama can hate you all she wants. That child is if you are willing to give them money because just you know whatever, but. A wife gets everything. That's mm-hmm. why for some people, it's very important to be a wife. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I'm sorry to keep saying it. When you die, who going to get your assets? Yeah. Who, who going to get anything? Because yeah. your parents could be dead. Then who, who's it left to? Yeah. If you I've heard so will. many bad stories about like that. About exactly. Shit that it goes really down. Literally. Yeah. So that's to me, like, if I feel like if I'm with you for a long period of time and we hopefully have talked about marriage. And if I'm dating a guy in the beginning and you tell me you don't ever want to get married. It might be a deal breaker for me because I feel like, well, why would I want to put in 20 plus years with you and you never want to get married to me? That makes no sense. Mm-hmm. It's not about the cheating. It's not about that. People say, oh, it, it changes everything. It only changes it if you make it change it. Mm-hmm. Marriage only changes when you make it change your life. But I think that also when you look at, and and, and please, uh, whatever, it's my life experience. I've had a cousin to do the $20,000 wedding, helicopter, 16 bridesmaids, beautiful wedding, beautiful dresses, beautiful catering, everything, reception was gorgeous, and they stayed married less than five years. Meanwhile, my parents literally looked at each other one day like, you trying to go to the courthouse real quick, and did a little cute wedding. My cousin, she did a cute little wedding. if you like it's not about other people it's, it's, about, it's y'all. about so y'all. i feel like that's so personal like oh we married now like the title oh that's not getting the title yeah, Let's, okay my next, next one. one yeah because i'm gonna go deep um <laughs> another one of mine and i know everybody gonna laugh I really Word, girl. <laughs> you even laughing <laughs> I am very, very keen on body scent. Like, somebody's natural body scent. Like, I had an ex that would come from, from home, from work, and he just, all my pheromones, everything went up. Like, endorphins, high. Like, you smell sweaty, but you still smell so good. good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Ooh. 
That's why I like be having sex and then go work out. Some of you niggas? Yeah, y'all stink. Then pulled up on me smelling like. Not even working out though. (laughs) Some of y'all done put up on me smelling like straight shit. Like, what? What? You too fucking fine to smell like that. Not to look like that or or talk like that, but to smell like that. Hygiene is important. Like, breath, all that shit. Listen, man. <laughs> even if your breath kick in once, I can get. Hey, what? We yeah. we out drinking. Sometimes liquor don't sit well on everybody. I ain't mad, but every time I see you, your breath is hot or your body hot. I don't like <laughs> your that. body hot. Hot, bitch. Not his body hot. His body. His body. His body. His upper body. His upper body. His upper body. His upper body. See, good. His upper body. But no, for real, like that's a big turn off to me. I'm very attracted by somebody instantly by their natural scent. You don't have to put on no cologne, none of that. I am somebody that need to smell you because your natural body scent like turns me on. Like yeah. I can appreciate that. Like Ace, like I like your natural body scent. That's why I, I smell good. Like, oh, that smell yeah. like cocoa butter. No, you just smell Shea like butter. you smell like Ace, Chocolate. like you. <laughs> Like she fucking weirdo. Dog chocolate. Fucking weirdo. Strawberry but like, chocolate. and if you like my bed, like usually like my close friends, like you know T D, like all them, like I, they smell cool. T D. But niggas like, <laughs> like my homeboy, like my 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 newest friend, K. He cool. Yeah, yeah. I can sit next to him even if he like, oh, I need to take a shower. I'm like, I don't even smell nothing. Like, or I just smell you. Like you smell like you, and it doesn't stink. But some of y'all niggas <sighs> to go to the doctor and ask why, like, what's wrong? What, no, you know what? And sometimes what y'all stop running to the doctors. What it's called it? Irish Spring. It's <laughs> called it's called Dove for or, yeah, Men. Stop using your mama shit. It don't work on y'all. Oh. Fuck out of here. I can use my daddy shit. It's strong. But, but I, when he yeah. better not dare put no Olay on. Go back in the shower. That's true. A man cannot use it. It smells like Blossom Bloom in here. Get your ass back in there. 60 years old, smelling like a fucking flower. <laughs> but he don't, though. He don't ever use our shit. Lotus flower Yeah, don't come out smelling like that, yeah. Okay, Don't so. come to Lotus smelling like Lotus. <laughs> That's what we're going to be in on Sunday, y'all. Lotus, what's up? <laughs> Day party, what's up? Okay, um, okay, another one of mine is um, abuse of any kind. And... Mm. Of course, women can say, oh, I would never want to be in an abusive relationship. You never know until you're actually in one. Right. And thank the Lord, I've never been in a physical. <laughs> what you say? I said, damn, she got deep on me. Thank the Lord, I've never been into a physical relationship, a physical abusive relationship. I've definitely been in a, um, a um, verbal. verbal abusive. And that can hurt just as much as physical because this person is literally tearing you down every chance they get. And then they know how to just try to build you right back up. Mm. So... It's, just, it's very similar to physical because the person beat the hell out of you and he tells you, oh my God, I'm so sorry that they're going to buy you things. So being in a, a verbal abusive relationship, I knew this is not what I ever want. Like, I know people joke, we talk shit because I can talk shit, but I know when I'm taking it too far with mm-hmm. anybody. And I had recently told a guy that I was talking to because me and him joke a lot or whatever. And, um... He was saying some stuff, and I had I had told him, I was like, well, I was in a verbal abusive relationship. I said, so, you know, um, just be mindful of what you say. I know we talk a lot, we joke a lot, shit like that, but I know I would never, I would never try to say anything to intentionally hurt you. 
unless I know I need to intentionally hurt you. And that's just how I am. But um, it's just like abusive relationships should never happen. And I feel like I know it's easier said than done to get out or run when you can. But when you see that first sign of someone being any type of abusive, whether it's physical mental uh uh um verbal whatever if you see any type of sign you need to get out that person doesn't love you yeah that person does not want you yeah because they know once they get you they're going to take that and have a hook in you and you ain't gonna ever leave because they know how to literally take it and just run with it literally like i stayed in that for about a year and luckily like i said never got physical because i was a big nigga but um it was just verbal and for me I definitely, when it first happened, I cried about it, but because the person that I am, I fought back with my words. So, me fighting back with my words, so you got two people being verbally abusive, it just was not great. It was not good at all. So, you know, I feel like that's a deal breaker. Like, when, if someone ever told you, or whatever the case may be, if they've ever, if you ever heard a story about them being just abusive in any type of way, just get out, because it's it's not going to ever work out in the end. Get out. So I just wanted to say that. That was a good one. That was a really good one. You said what? I said I love you, girl. Oh yeah. And I feel like that's really hard though, because when somebody beat your ass and then take you to your favorite restaurant, you be like, Yeah, you think he loves you? No, he don't. (laughs) Or when he call you out your name, or he call you all types of names, and it's just like the next day he texts you, I miss you, I love you. No, he don't. I mean, I don't feel like I was in a, um, any type of, like, abusive relationships, but I definitely... Okay, so can we use the word abusive and definitely toxic? Because mm-hmm. yeah. I definitely felt like I was in some toxic shit, and I just kept going back forth. I kept going back and forth. I kept going back I kept going back and forth, and it was just kind of like, well, what am I doing? What am I doing this for? Like, is it worth it? You yeah. know what I'm saying? I felt like... I can honestly say, even though it's really been hard for me, no, I've been celibate for like two and a half months, and two and a half. As much as a month and a half for me, as much as I feel like people are like, um, you know, oh, it's it's only bad when I think about it. Today I was on the phone with uh, Taryn, and as about we gonna have to put her on the page because y'all we say her name mostly Ari and Taryn in this podcast, but they were on our one episode, the uh, truth and truth, yeah. But, um, Tara, I was telling her, like, oh, I just had, like, an annoying day. And she was like, girl, who I got to beat up? And usually, I'm like, cause this nigga. But it was like, I don't know, I just left something at home and I really need it. It was dope to feel like no one's putting this pressure yeah. on me. You know, no one's making me feel this way. Except if I, when she in her period, girl, she was going crazy. You want to fight everybody. It was ghetto. I was like, whoa, what is this? Like, she literally was snapping on everybody. I had to be very mindful of what I said. <laughs> when I was driving, come on, white woman, come on, black man. Yes, like I was. Hey, but we won't get on how angels always bitch. But anyways, um, that's just my natural thing. Why you get a pass? That's your because problem. I'm that big, and that's a deal breaker. Why people fighting on this? Okay, it's a deal breaker. But guess what? She's still here, ain't she? Just shut the barely uh, one foot out the door. It ain't Tony. That's who she is, y'all. Tony. <laughs> Tony. Off a girlfriend. Oh. Oh, my God. Tony. Don't yes, you know. know. Oh. Uh-uh. Tony. She thinking about it. You see how it's, it's digested. It's I you. am not narcissistic. <laughs> Don't do it on me. <laughs> I am 
bitch. I am not at all. So who are you, Joan? You're Joan. <laughs> I ruined all my relationships because I'm crazy. That's literally what Kari told me. Like, goddamn stupid bitch. <laughs> I would have been more like Lynn. I don't know. Who oh, bitch, you ain't no goddamn Lynn. You ain't no damn uh, free spirit like that. <laughs> you definitely ain't no Maya. Oh hell no. Maya was the realest one on that show, bitch. Oh hell no. One of my favorite ones. Oh no! I couldn't get it out because it was so bad. I love when girlfriend. I when they were saying, "Oh hell no!" I was saying, "Oh hell yes!" Yeah. <laughs> my, my book, "Oh hell yes!" Oh hell yes! Okay, my listen. If you know girlfriends, girlfriends, my my yes. Ace is Ace is Tony. I'm not Tony, but I love her confidence. But I'm not Tony, and I never date or marry a white man. Don't ever come at me. <laughs> Why you even? I love go because there? I love my black kings. How you doing? Light, dark, caramel. I'll take them all. I have no problem. Okay. I just don't want it uncooked. So my <laughs> my next one is definitely cheating. I hate when people talk about yeah, cause I got bitches. In... Okay. All right. So can I ask you something about cheating? Because I in the car when I was thinking about my uh, deal breakers, I thought about cheating, but then I also thought to myself like. Um, I think there's different levels to cheating. Okay. And then, of course, when you get married, it's like, it's really, I guess, depending on the situation and how that person cheated. And then also, if you want to end your marriage with this person. Now, I guess we're not really talking about marriage. I don't know. But I guess relationship-wise, I feel like if someone did cheat on me, I would want to break up with them. Mm-hmm. But being that I've had been cheated on and mm-hmm. I've took that person back before, mm-hmm. I also feel like... How bad of a cheating would it have to be? Like, is it like if he got like a full blown relationship with this person, or is it like a one night a one night stand where we just fuck? Like, I guess for me, it's a deal breaker. But like, can our relationship still be be good with even though you cheated or I cheated or someone stepped out? I think that for me, I guess it just it does depend on the relationship. And I think for what I'm saying, like a deal breaker, I'm ultimately talking like super soon in the relationship. Okay. Um, if I'm married to somebody, by all means, I really don't want my husband to cheat on me. But I think there are a lot of good therapists. And there are a lot of good TED Talks that talk about cheating and how you can overcome it. And I know that people have overcame it. So I think that if I marry you and we have this bond where we say we want to be together and somebody slip up, I definitely think that we can fix it. I, I very, I was, I'm very hurt in the girlfriend season that I'm on that um, my, Maya, Maya and her husband. Yeah. yeah, like, but I feel it because I think she that she didn't. She cheated. She yeah. had an emotional relationship with somebody and then he kissed her. Yeah. So that is cheating. Because in a sense, I, I guess for me, when I yeah. had my situation, I guess I did cheat. Because it was an emotional attachment to this person. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that can be cheating. You let this person in. He's buying you stuff. You talking to him more than you talking to me for whatever reason. That's cheating. Same thing with Issa and Lawrence. Issa clearly cheated, cheated. And I'm actually glad those happened where it was a woman cheating and not the man cheating. Because we always see men cheating. But when it comes to women... We do cheat for more than just physical. It's yeah. because you're not giving me what I need. And so if we're married, that's what we're going to go to counseling about. What is it that I'm not doing? What is it that he's not doing that made me, like, go off the edge and want to cheat? But what I'm saying is if, like, right, because right now I'm dating to be to be in a relationship that's going to evolve into marriage. I don't want to just she date. She wants someone to court. Yeah, I don't want to just date, date court. court the fuck of it. I did that between the ages of 16 to 25. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to do that anymore. So I feel like if I'm talking to someone and we have a step. 
Taryn, don't you got Taryn, you get out of here. I feel like if we have established that we are in a relationship, like that's when you talking to somebody and you be like, okay, do you got a girlfriend? And niggas be like, no. You be like, okay, let me rephrase that. Just do half a shot. Is there someone in your life that thinks that you guys are in a relationship and are trying to date? <laughs> period. period. That's a completely different question. That's period. And that's, that's just a fact. Yeah. Because does someone else think that you with them? Because that is very true. Girls would think, oh, we talking, but he know what it is. Do he know what it is? Because, baby girl, he told me that it ain't that. Listen. So you can't I had somebody me. tell me, like, oh, yeah, my friend's boyfriend has this and i said wait that nigga got a girlfriend and she just kind of looked at me like you know yeah and i never knew he had a girlfriend you know what i'm saying so it's like that's scary that talking and then and, and the crazy part about it is it's like i wasn't and it's not even that's a nigga that i was talking to that was just a nigga that i seen at the bar that's just somebody that I seen at the bar talking to a whole bunch of bitches and leaving with bitches and kissing on bitches like that's not your bitch though so, I just think that, uh, I mean, I guess it definitely levels of cheating. And, but then in saying that, like, this is a whole other topic in itself, so we don't have to go through there. I just feel like cheating is so normalized. Like, it's just like a thing. Like, oh, yeah. nah, nah, well, nah, nah. Like, no. Like, why do people have to be in a relationship where somebody has to cheat? Like, I I don't know not one relationship where someone has not cheated or stepped out. And I don't, and I'll be, oh, my relationship. Like, yeah, that you know of. Like, your nigga ain't never cheated. And I just think it just sucks that we normalize it. Like, I literally get into it with my homeboy all the time. Like, oh, well, even in the Bible, men had many wives. And like, yeah, I get that. But how do you think women feel when I have to just succumb to my husband having multiple wives and I got one man? If I can have five boyfriends and you can have your five wives, then maybe. Because y'all know. Oh, shit. Turn, turn the camera. Oh, my God. Because y'all know a bitch will stay up and down. She got three boyfriends. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't have Ace three. got three boyfriends. They didn't know, but I had three. And right now, I don't have any. So. You ugly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um. Yeah, I feel you, sis. I, 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 you're right. We do normalize cheating, unfortunately, which is annoying and is ghetto. That's why I guess for me, I did ask about um, asking. What am I trying to say? Oh, asking the types of or what type of cheating or you know the levels of the cheating because I think that to some people that matters. The level of the cheating matters, but of course to men, if you do anything, it's like, oh my god, you cheated on me. I can't take this. Niggas, and that's the thing about men, like, oh, I got my heart broke when I was 13. Like, now come on, I hate bro. Yeah, Wait, yeah, I thought I hate them all. Like, that's come not on, how bro. That works. Yeah, no. Nah. Um, okay, so my last deal breaker is, what is actually, uh, which one did I say? One of my, okay, so the one, the last one I'm gonna give is, um, I guess I want to say being over-religious, but I think I want to say being, I guess a better way to say is being closed-minded. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to say over-religious because I don't want to make it seem like I'm not. I'm, I grew up being very religious, so I definitely still have that in me. I can sit here and try to say, oh, I'm more spiritual. I, I be, I'm becoming more spiritual, but I'm still religious in a sense. But I feel like being a closed-minded person, I can't deal with that. Because if I have conversations with you about religion 
or about anything and you look at me like, wait, but I thought you were this. I thought you were that. Or why would you say that? Because at the end, of, no, I'm just having a conversation. It doesn't yeah. mean that I'm just, I'm questioning your mind. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to understand. So there was a guy that I was dating once where we were talking about that. He was a very religious person and I was just kind of not, I wasn't trying to question his faith, but I was just more so asking questions. So if you believe this, then why did this happen? Mm-hmm. Or why do you think this happened? He was like, but I thought you were a, a Christian. I thought you believed in God. I said, I do. I said, but I'm just asking you a question. Yeah. I'm just questioning. I'm, I'm wondering, have you ever thought to look this up or question it? And I can honestly say I'm very thankful in a sense that my parents sent me to private schools my whole life. Because, mm-hmm. again, go, growing up in church, my dad was a pastor, um, going to private schools, religion... And the Bible has always been played a big part. My name is Angel. So clearly I was, you know what I'm saying? So it's always been a big part of my life. And then getting older and wanting to learn or making friends who aren't maybe, I don't want to say not Christians, but they're just more spiritual and they're more awakened in that spirituality. I listened to when they talked about what Mm -hmm. they believed in or what they thought. Even when they said, well, when I read the Bible, this happened. Like I literally had a friend, we had a conversation and I, when I told him, I said, well, it was a nigga I had talked to. He definitely had awoken my my African spirituality, I guess you could say, because he introduced me to the whole, uh, was those DVDs? Hidden Colors. The Hidden Colors, because I didn't know about them. And at the time, I never questioned anything about the Bible or anything like that. We just had a conversation. And he knew my background, but we just had a conversation. He was just telling me things. He said, he said I'm giving this information not to defer you from what you believe in. He said, but I'm giving this to you, so eventually you may want to research it on your own. Yeah, no one likes a Bible beater. Though they never get anywhere. They don't even get people in the church. It so, don't. Cause you, you definitely not going to ever get them. happened with you and your cousin. Remember, you got to come to church. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's that did not sit right with him at all. Right, like, right. Sometimes and that, church and, can be too. And much. it was like when I think about it, I don't necessarily feel like my so uh, quick background. My cousin was going through a lot, and my mother brought him to church, you know, just so he can get a word. And when we got there, I don't know what the service was supposed to be but basically wasn't the, it the yeah but peaceful was, I don't want to say the, the, the passages was like oh you know if you're feeling the spirit you'll give me $20 if you're feeling the spirit you'll give me $50 if you're feeling the spirit you'll get to 100 he was he ended up getting like $500 worth of like checks at one point like he kept going and like my cousin looked at my mom like and this is what you're trying to get me to convert to like this is what you want me to believe in and he like left and it was fucked up because it was like, ah, this isn't really the point. Like, no, like, come back. But when you're going through a low time and you don't have certain things and people saying stuff, that like, yeah, it makes... And then, I ain't going to lie. Sometimes, like, somebody told me the funniest thing. Like, yeah, you know, when you date overly religious people, like, shit, I might want to lick an ass or two one time. And they ain't going to be for that. Like, <laughs> I felt that because... That's the fact. I might want to do some freaking shit and you, you talking just... about some... Is this in the Bible? You want to play it straight when it comes to just sex. That's, no. Oh, the perfect example is um Tyler Perry's Diary, diary Confessions of a, a Marriage Counselor. When her and her husband was together, he literally only wanted to have sex in the bed with the light. Like, it was no spontaneous. And, that, and, and don't get me wrong. I don't even think it was car. religious, but it was just like old school. Like, 
only in the bed. She's like, well, what about the shower? What about the couch? Like, no, only in the bed. This is sex. So it's like. Let's do it outside the door when we walk in the house. And so sometimes <laughs> super, super duper religious people can yeah. definitely. Bible beaters can definitely be a lot. Yeah. I believe in God. I have my relationship with him. But I'm definitely not a Bible be- beater. If somebody don't believe in what I believe in, I want to talk about it. I want to hear perspective. I want to understand what you believe in. I want to I want to hear it out. Because even in school at uh, Cornerstone, the fact that I be saying that so openly now. Mm-hmm. But like. Mrs. Booth, our uh, our study hall person, yeah, her husband me. was an atheist. Oh, was he? Yes, she. No, I never talk- knew that. Oh, yeah. So I think it was me and someone else. We talked to her about this. Her husband, I don't think he's an atheist. He just didn't believe in God. Mm. I don't know if he believed in anything else. But she, she said the thing that I, I never liked her. But this to me made me feel a little more closer to her. That maybe she just was like, okay. She literally said she was like, yeah, my husband doesn't believe in God. She said, but. I still loved him, and I still, you know, did my thing. I still went to church. I was still me. I'm, I'm a very religious person. She said, so I never forced him to do anything he want to do. I went to church by myself. Mm-hmm. He didn't come with me. She said, but she gave me a Bible verse, and I'm sorry that I don't know. Sorry to those people who are very religious. I don't know the Bible verse, but I know there's a verse that talks about, that. it basically references where you're not supposed to cast your, your faith on people in the sense of making them like, I'm better than you because of this. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to just, you know, you can still marry someone who's not the same religion as you. Mm-hmm. It's just you, you, you want to, I don't know how to explain it, but you just have to accept them for who they are. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, if it's for them, they're going to convert. Yeah. And eventually, mm-hmm. her husband started going to church with her. Mm-hmm. And I just hearing that story at the time, I was like, oh, okay, I was in high school. But just thinking about, cause I remember one time she sent me like a Christmas card. I think I was out of school at the time, yeah. and it made me think like, wow, like her husband was not religious, and she never forced him to do that. She they probably had conversation, they probably differed in different things, but she still loved that man. And eventually, God came to him and talked to him one on one. He had his own conversation with the Lord, where he decided. I'm going to church with you today, or I'm going to eventually do what you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see what the hype is about what you talk about all yeah. the time. And I thought that was amazing because yeah. my dad don't go to church. I know exactly your dad doesn't go to church. But then for me, growing up in church, my, both my parents were in the church, and I felt like, oh, I gotta marry a man that's yeah. like this. And I felt like as long as you're not an atheist, yeah, I felt like I can work with you because yeah. I'm not gonna force it on my kids. And that's that. And that's definitely the biggest difference. I definitely can can say my father is not an atheist. He believes in God. He, he believes, believes in a higher being. He believes, yeah, he went to church as a kid. Nevertheless, and I and I think that people don't get the benefit of the doubt for this because I definitely feel where you're coming from. He's had a lot of negative things happen from the church. So, and, and people say, church people are really hard. Like, they are very judgmental. They're very mean. They just are very, they just, if you're not doing what they're doing, then they will find any reason to make you feel bad. And I can respect not wanting to go to church. But for me, I always felt like, in my, because my mom always was saying this, like, you know, as long, like, he believes in something, you know. And, um, and like you said, if you don't pressure people, you will be surprised on like how they move and what they do. I know like multiple times my mom will be like, come here real quick. And I, she'll call me on my room and we'll be looking and my dad's sitting on the couch and he's like listening to a sermon or listening to some gospel music. No one forced him to do that. You know what I'm saying? But That's he realizes how, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as a, and then honestly for me as a woman, my mother prayed over the household. If you got that, if somebody in the household 
moving some type of spiritual positive energy, it's gonna work for the whole family. Yeah. So just don't be closed minded to people, and I don't I don't want to date a closed minded person because I want to have those conversations about questioning the Bible or questioning something because I feel like. That's what it's here for. The Bible is nothing but parables. Yeah. I love the stories in the Bible mm-hmm. because I reference them all the time. Mm-hmm. Whether you believe it or not, the story still can relate to yeah. life. Yeah. Every right. story in there from the man, woman, even from the beginning of time. Like those are just If you're really, not so fucking literal. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like the Bible's not meant to be taken literal. Mm-hmm. Literal. And that's what people that's what the issue is with people. You're not supposed to take it as literal as it, as it is. It's literally a book. Of people telling their stories of how they came to Christ or how the Lord came to them. Like, that's just what it is. And I think, um, damn, I think that's just don't be close minded. Yeah. <laughs> just don't be close minded. So, um, my last one, and I know this is gonna be a big one and a tough one, but mine is definitely, um, and let me explain it's definitely kids and baby mamas. Only say it's a deal breaker if that shit not in order. Yeah. If you and your baby mama's always arguing and you can't do this and they got a problem with that and all of a sudden you dating somebody so they won't see the kids. I don't want to deal with that. And I, and, um, I had a conversation with this young man about this because he was upset because I was trying to tell him like, well, I'm giving him scenarios like, well, what if this happened? And what if you at work and, you know, technically we're in a serious relationship and we're dating and, you know, you ask me to go get the baby, but she tell you she don't want me nowhere near her kid. So what am I supposed to do? You know what I'm saying? Am I supposed to step on her toes? I just think that get your house in order before you're dating. Get, you can't be in a relationship with somebody if you have baby mama drama. You just, it, it's just hard. It, or even rela- ex-wife drama or anything like relationships that. Relationships are already hard because it's two people that are trying to become one. You feel me? So when we're arguing and we're doing something, okay, that's between us. But when you add in your baby mama and then and then the kids and then her family and then it is too much i just don't like it if you i don't care if you got three baby mamas with three kids as long as they know like oh yeah me and my baby we get along like my best friend shy he don't do nothing that with his baby mamas like they drop the kids off they pick up the kids like it's none of that drama they know they're not gonna be together like they respect him that's a completely different jug. Like, I respect that. But if you are in this whole relationship where now it seems like every time I talk to you, your baby mama got a problem with it. Yeah. Or I don't want her around my kid or what y'all doing and hating. Like, do you, like no, I'm not. I don't want to get killed because somebody got a crazy baby mama. <laughs> okay, that's a fact. And that's very true. And I to add on to that, I don't want to date or be with someone that has multiple kids. I think having multiple kids, it can What's just multiple? be about multiple. Is What's more the number than in one. a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> and I say more than one because that one, it probably just either that was a girl you were married to, y'all got divorced. It was a woman that you were engaged to, you're not together no more. It was a long term girlfriend. Or it was a one night stand and you just take care of your kid. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. is perfectly fine because it lets me know if you're 30 and your kid's five. Oh, bet. Okay, your kid's older. It's your child's five years old. Y'all must probably, you at this time, you probably dated other women. Like, you, you, you're used to this. And the girl that you have a kid with, she might be a little bit more mature, but she's like, okay, nigga, mm-hmm. whatever. Having more than one, if you have more than one, if it ever comes down to more than one, 
two is the max. Two is the max. Because two lets me know that maybe y'all were, again, married, fiance, or it was a long-term committed relationship, and it just didn't work out. Yeah. I'm because people you. like that are going to tell you their story. Yeah. There was a guy I had talked to, and he told me he had two kids. I was like, you got two kids. He said it was with a girl that I thought I was going to get married to. Okay, he yeah, said, yeah, he yeah. said, and I asked him the ages. He told me the ages. He was like, I'm going to get married. It just never happened. He was like, we actually co-parent amazingly. I had a homegirl that fucked with a nigga with nine kids. I fucked with a nigga that had six. <laughs> I did. Uh, hey, listen, if you got any type of team, I mean, soccer, basketball, football. Well, supposedly, he said that none of he had no baby mama drama. And when we talked for those, like, three, four months. That's why I was only three, four months. It was never no drama, though. Like, it was never any drama. Besides, towards the end, it was, that wasn't drama, drama. His baby mama was just going through some shit with, mentally for herself. But, yeah, like, that was about it. Um, but I think that was a good, that was a good last one because the kids thing. Because clearly me and Cartel don't have kids. Yeah, um, no kids this way. No kids this way. Not right now. almost 30. No kids. I do have, like, a couple niggas that no, by a certain age... We not married. Let me stop. At this point, give us five years. Guess who's gonna be married? <laughs> me and Ace. <laughs> okay. We already want to get out together. Just, so. to, just to walk down the aisle and cry, like <laughs> just for a reception. <laughs> Literally, it like everybody. We not even gonna have a ceremony. We're gonna have a big ass party. Period. Come to the party. What we party for? No, we really are gonna do. Even though it really did. Like, see, that's the crazy part. Because right. I was gonna say we could have did what Kylie and Jordan did. Remember, they went and got like friendship married. We can do that, but it didn't but last. We, but we, they didn't. You, you know what, bitch? You right. But ours was. Bitches though. hate titles, <laughs> y'all motherfuckers. I swear to God. I'm, a, I'm good with a title. I'll take a title because you're the title. My be you're my best friend. That's a title. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Of weight to hold. Cause I mean I definitely caused them people best friends, but like it didn't last. Girl, I don't know why you have no fucking weight. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Girl, shut up. Anyway, this shit easy. No, I'm just playing. It's not easy. I'm just playing. Is it easy to be my friend? Yeah, girl. It is. No. Fuck out of here. Why would you believe me? <laughs> is it hard? Anyway, y'all, we're going to give this person a shot because she's being a bitch. So I already know what you're going to fucking say. She already clearly told me that I was Tony of Girlfriends. And we all know Joan and Tony hey. did not end up being friends at the end. Hey, y'all, y'all ever go out with y'all friends and the homie and the girlfriend? Y'all be like, oh, they going to argue when they get home. When we get off this shit, we about to argue. <laughs> I refer a new asshole every goddamn time she's a bitch. And don't, and don't, and don't give a fuck because I put that shit right I back know, on. She knows because if anything, if anything, it be hurt. You know, Ace, I didn't like what you did. <laughs> oh, you didn't like what I did. <laughs> you tell me you do asshole. I, I saw that shit right back up. <laughs> and don't give a fuck. And don't. And I said that shit right back up. <laughs> anyway, when my phone died, y'all, the espresso. You want me to give it? Yeah, you thought it was cute. Yeah. So the espresso shot of today, clearly no quote because what we were talking about. But um, this is basically about women. And it's, I feel like this is about black women. Okay? Because we are it. It says, um, she is strong. Sorry. She is. <laughs> oh, goodness. It's okay, guys. We're drunk. So the espresso shot of today is, she's a strong cup of black coffee in a world that is drunk on the cheap wine of shallow love. Ooh. Ooh, wee. Hit Two him with of my that, bro. Things, coffee and wine. 
Yeah, but no, yeah, sis, you know, if you have deal breakers, keep those deal This is for men and women. I don't want to ever feel, make it feel that like I'm only talking to the women because I am. But, man, you can hear me, too. Listen, if you have deal breakers, stick to your deal breakers. Don't try to make it seem like, oh, I'm going to try because this person seems. No. Mm. Stick to what you what you believe, what you want, and what you know. Yes, and to piggyback off that because I'm the logical one, make sure yeah. your deal breakers, make sure your deal breakers are actual real deal breakers. Because she I said, a dumbass deal breaker. No, yeah, for sure. What was one of the deal breakers you said, girl? This nigga ate like he was from, like he used to be living in jail. Like he was, <laughs> I couldn't do it. I could have talked I mean, to him about it. I could have talked to him about it, but I didn't. Listen. Just make sure they're real. Like, don't be like, oh, I can't date no. If you don't have this, like, wait, 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 hold on. I might be working on that or getting things together. So just make sure they're logical. And always until the next. Wait, no. What? Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram at Coffee and Cream Podcast, Coffee and Cream with the K. If you click the link in our bio, you'll be able to find where we're streaming at. That's on all your favorite streaming platforms. We're even on YouTube beach so just make sure that you guys hit the subscribe button hit the like button leave us a, a comment let us know how we doing all that good shit and um and um I'm, is you gonna say your ending cartel man come on and say the ending because i don't say it right it's over i said girl if you don't say the goddamn ending come on you know you know how to be like, can't fake it. okay, y'all, until the next brew. You really gonna be a bitch and not say it? It gotta be authentic. It is authentic. Say it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking done with you. We're done there. We good. We good. She's a bitch.